uh, Monty Cigar Shop. I got that. You want to go? You want to go have a smoke? Heck out? yeah! Heck yeah! Yeah, we'll go sit down and uh, hang out in those great uh, we'll leather Trump chairs. Re-election, baby, mega! Oh, we'll go hang out in the uh, cigar <laughs> room over there. I don't know. I think we can probably do that, but I can definitely go uh, check out my uh, my locker. I think I got my lock, my lockers right next to Brian Colon. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'd love to talk can, to the, uh, the auditor. Uh, the auditor. What are you auditing this year? He's auditing APD. Guess who we have? Hour three. That would Ooh. be uh, Chief Michael Geyer. You know, was that a fascinating a... conversation? Did you enjoy I, it? I was taking notes on my laptop because my hand couldn't keep up just with the pen. So I was just I went straight to the laptop. What he is saying, or at least kind of hinting at, is everything I suspect about the Keller administration. <laughs> Just the orchestration, the phoniness, the, the politics and ideology above basic government provision of services. He, you know, he's pretty brave to come out and, and tell his story. I don't, I don't like his focus on guns, saying, you know, guns are the reason we have violence in Albuquerque. All over rural America, every household has a gun, and rural America is one of the safest places you can be. It has nothing to do with guns. But he did talk about people's upbringings, which I, I like that a lot. Um, he's an interesting guy, and I think he has a lot of important things to say. Uh, Killer Keller, we can refer to him as uh, pretty much, uh, you know, because the murder rate went up. And it looks like that was driven more by policy than it was uh, anything else. Oh, you know, I I missed something. I was listening to the uh, podcast uh, from yesterday, and I noticed that you alluded to the fact that Los Alamos doesn't have any theaters anymore. Like, that's been fully done. There's no coming back. Uh, One of my the first uh, movies I ever saw, uh, I actually went to go see with my uh, uncle, Johnny. He's he's no longer alive now, but uh, my uncle Johnny took me to go see. I used to live across the street from uh, Ashley Pond. Uh, my oh, okay. dad was working on the labs back in the oh, day. Oh sure, sure, sure. Yeah, he was an iron worker, you know, union iron worker, and uh, they, we lived right around the corner from that theater that's there in that shopping center. I remember that? And he took me to go see. It's the only movie I ever go, went to go watch with him. Every which way but loose. Oh, I love <laughs> the I love the Eastwood orangutan movies. I yeah, love those we used to live in the apartments there, right? Philo the Beto, absolutely. Yeah, oh, so, so I remember that. So you said that yesterday. I'm like, oh, yeah. that brings back memories. And then um, also when I lived in Los Alamos uh, for a time, um, my dad used to take me to the library. Remember Bill Cosby? Remember? And, uh, America's dad. Captain Kangaroo? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I used to do the picture pages. We used to go to the library oh, to go okay. get the picture pages, picture pages. Mm-hmm. Time to get your picture yeah, yeah, pages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time for pens and pencils. I still have that, you know. Sweet. That's like like all the all the all my youth is, uh, you know, spent in uh, Los Alamos. What a great city! But well, you no, know the state no very radio, well. You, no you've traveled the state. No, I mean like you know Angel Fire. You know yeah. Los Alamos. You know you, you've done stuff up in the Farmington area. You know the state well. You're, yeah, I almost uh, yeah. I almost drowned in the San Juan River. My dad doesn't even know how to swim, and he yanked me out of the San Juan. Wow. Well, and yeah. I lived in Dolores, Colorado. I know right, Cortez. Right. Right, right, right. Spent a lot of time in Silverton. That was the big deal. Yes. You know, I, my parents used to take me to go uh, get. We'd get windbreakers and jump on the Silverton train, and oh, yeah. uh, you know they couldn't afford to kind of put us in the. A nice carriage ride on the inside. Uh, so, yeah, we were freezing our asses off <laughs> sitting outside in that uh, that area. But it's just one of the like like New Mexico. New Mexico could have been everything out oh, of yeah. this coronavirus. And Absolutely. you know, I was just uh, talking to John Jones. He came in to record a commercial. And by the way, candidates, if you're looking to get on, the time is now. Um, you only got a few weeks, and we're well listened to radio station. I was talking to John Jones, who came in. He's running for. Uh, District 30, uh, make sure you vote for John Jones. He's a great guy. You know, I think that may be one of the first few times I've actually sat down with him. I'm like, oh, my gosh, he's so even. Mm-hmm. You know, you, just, you, don't, you don't get a sense of, of anything. You know, 
people seem hurried or a little bit too opinionated. Distracted. They're not <laughs> yeah. great listeners, yeah. you know. What was that? <laughs> so you cheap. get into this whole entire cheap, cheap, cheap. and I was I was I was remarking to him and I said, you know, if you compare us to Florida and we're seeing lots of, of plates from New York and California and other places. If you compare us to Colorado, you know, uh, you, you compare us to, to Texas and, and Nevada, you know, we could be one of those state no income taxes. And you and I are all about rating that permanent fund. Rate and it. And just get, rate it. get rid of the <laughs> money. It. You know, I mean, yeah. if, if it's good enough for, uh, for Richardson and his cronies to go ahead and uh, uh, step into it for a lot of money, then I, I guess it's good enough for everybody else. And, you know, I, I think this was the time where we could have just totally flipped the script oh. and invited everybody in. What an opportunity. And, and really take advantage and say, you know what? You're on lockdown. You're on lockdown. You're on lockdown. Well, we're not on lockdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And come and be, come and to join the greatest state in the country, yep. the state of New Mexico. Yeah, I mean, come I, for everything. You know, come to settle here. Come to tourism here. Green chili kills the Rona. Just, just push that message out. You know, <laughs> come, come here, either for a vacation, for a short stay, or a long stay. You know, this stay is, forever. Be here. Yeah. This is a great state. Sanity prevails but, here. But right now, people are picking up and wanting to leave I because, know. like, oh my God, I hate this state. One of the worst unemployment rates you know, in the it's, country. It's, it's, it's horrible, and we got a terrible governor and horrible policies, and you know, you can't say anything out loud because of for fear of being persecuted. Like, when are so people like this is the wild wild west yeah and this is billy the kid territory heck yeah you know southern new mexico you know you know why i know new mexico so well because of my dad yeah. he was a journeyman he, he, was was he went around the state we were building new mexico right, during that right, time right, right. we would literally go from place to place and they were building new mexico yeah, yeah. you know new projects here new dams there new bridges there you know new buildings there you know the new fab up in in, in los course, alamos yeah, like yeah. building 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 you don't see anything I know the guy, Joe Doyle, he's listening, and, you know, he's building the bridge across from Presbyterian, but you, know, you don't see any cranes. I remember the topping off parties I used to go oh, visit I've, with my dad yeah, downtown, yeah. you know, and then my, my uncle's out there drinking, getting into fights with the people who are, who are hanging out uh, outside who are trying to give him, give him crap. All those IBEW guys. Uh, no, he was not an IBEW. There was a uh, local. worker, iron worker. Yeah, local 495 here, uh, and that became very political. You know, and, and the guys who work there, they don't, they don't, they don't even work. I play Too busy politicking. In I, fact, I play you know what? Thing? I got my ass kicked every single time on the job site. They'd come and, you know, my dad wouldn't let me make a certain amount of money, you know, because I was the boss's son or oh, whatever. Yeah, and I had yeah, to, yeah, so yeah. I did something called, and I know we're going way off on tangent, <laughs> but we wanted to talk about <laughs> real estate. But, you know, my dad would tell me, it's like, you got to go, you got to do whatever they tell you to do. And they just sit there and harass me and harass me. And you wonder why I'm so hard-nosed kind of the way that I am. I give everybody crap. Everybody that comes to me. because you're your dad? Because you, they thought you had special treatment or something? Or? No, no, no. They no, they never did. Oh, they just okay. threw me out there and said, you know, go out and go work and, and, and punk that steel. And okay. that, that means just drag steel across the wet. The, the site, and then, you know, make sure you're there early. And if you're there early, you're not there early, they're going to say something. And these guys were like, you know, people who took care of me on, on these job sites. I remember yeah, these, yeah. these these wonderful people uh, who who I worked with side by side, and they didn't care about politics. They uh, absolutely didn't. They were all about their, we're going to get there early. We're going to get there. We're going to build that. We're going to yeah. do it. And they were proud to Pride deliver world, ahead yeah. of schedule. Yep. They were proud to deliver on the construction side ahead of schedule and build things up. And, you know, they, they knew where the bid was uh, for their small contractor. And, you know, just a little bit earlier today, I was talking about some of the people my dad used to work with, with, you know, hey, you live in that neighborhood. How about those people who are on that other side of the street? I was talking to, to John Jones about it. And immediately I'm stirred. I'm like, 
Yeah, you want to talk about roots in this city? I mean, we literally built the whole entire city. <laughs> like every building, every bridge, yeah. you know, every uh, parking structure that's down there. And right now you just see the whole entire thing that's been built up in shambles because we decided to shut it down because you have a, a governor who's absolutely corrupt, drunk on power. That's where we're at, folks. I'm blue-collar like the rest of you. That's how I grew up. I didn't grow up in some sort of special circumstance or anything. And there's people who actually love this. I, I literally am across the street, right across the street from where I grew up, 1817 Cornell. I'm right across the street from that place here, broadcasting out of this building. Right. And I cross the – as I said, time and time again – David's laughing at me now. Time and time again, every day I cross the, the very hospital that I was born in, you know, like, we care about this place. And this is what I see is we have too many transplants and carpetbaggers who don't care enough about this place. And I was so excited to hear when, you know, John Jones was telling me all about how he grew up in Santa Fe, New Mexico. And, you know, he grew up and his dad was a surgeon up there in, in 1962. I'm like, yeah, do you hang out with all the people from Los Alamos? You know, because they would come from down the hill. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, like the entire place has completely changed. And it could have changed for the better it could have. if we didn't have these draconian Democrat policies that have been dominating us for the last 86 years. So, yeah, folks, I grew up Democrat. I grew up as a JFK-loving Democrat. But let me tell you, JFK would be a Republican today. You need to vote the bums out. Every single one of these corrupt Democrat politicians, don't vote for a single one of them because they have ruined this state. There hasn't been, there hasn't been a good Democrat in this state since the mid-'80s. Yeah, you know, in the Cowboy Coalition, oh, and, yeah, and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, you yeah. go back that far. Yeah. That's when the corruption and you wrote about it. I want to uh, commend you. You you don't even have a, a whole history here. No, I don't. And right. you, you go back and you talk about Tony Anaya today. Yep. yep. In one of your write-ups, yep. folks. Yep. Well, I'm going to cut to a quick break and uh, check with uh, Rudy Grande uh, very quickly. Rudy, are you there? <laughs> 